What's up, what's up, Set Apart Women? I'm Jamie Lynn Walnow, and I'm so excited to join you today. Listen, you gotta speak up, mighty women of God. We're talking about the power of your voice today. I hope you enjoy. I kick it off with a few announcements, and then we hop right in to encouraging you and exhorting you and who God created you to be. But listen, it's up to you how you respond, and I'm just cheering you on and hoping that you will just respond fully to him. You are so loved, and I'm so glad you're here. I will catch you later. What's up, what's up, Set Apart Women? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and I'm so pumped to be with you today. I am so excited about what God is doing in this ministry. If you do not yet know this, I know we've taken a break, and my cousin Candace has been on so many episodes with me. I'm so grateful to get to host this with her, and we've taken a break because we have been planning a conference. It's been wild, beautiful, and we're having our first Set Apart Women Conference in person October 7th and 8th, 2022 in Fort Worth, Texas. So go to setapartwomen.co, that's right, we have a website now, to go get your early bird special by October 16th, and if not, just go get a ticket, I promise you. Anyone who's come to our event would tell you it's been worth every single penny and way more. Our retreats have been amazing. Our online events that are free have been amazing, and this is in person. We're flying in amazing women who have a voice, and that is what this episode is about today. It is about your voice, and God is doing something right now specifically with your voice, your voice, not my voice, yes, my voice, but your voice too. This isn't just for people that God you know, has launched to speak and to edify and encourage and exhort. It is also for anyone. Who has breath in their lungs. God gave you a voice and a sound to release on the earth, and I want to talk about that. But first, go to setapartwomen.co, follow us at setapartwomen on Instagram, and connect with us. We want to see you here. This is the best way to build relationship with us in our ministry as we link arms with one another, as we exalt the name Jesus, and we experience what happens in his incredible presence, and then we go into the world living the Great Commission. So I say this because check it out, crazy miracles have happened, crazy miracles. I'm talking about wounds opening, body parts healed, eyes opening, women getting delivered, getting set free of gluttony, marriages being restored, God is doing something and it is only something he can do. And that's what we can guarantee you is when you come to our event called Battle Ready, you will be experiencing the goodness of God and what he's doing on the earth. So I wanted to talk to you about your voice. I had this crazy dream the other night, it was wild. And um, these women had all made these beds and they were beautiful and they were new and fresh. And then all of a sudden something came over and froze their vocal cords. And I just want to say there's this meeting place I believe so many women have had on the earth where God has met you and he's given you a vision for something. He gave you the blueprint and you laid out the plans. You were ready to go and something caused paralysis to your vocal cords. Something paused you in the midst of you going and in the midst of you moving forward to do what God has put you on the earth to do. And my hope and desire in this moment is that you would turn to God and that you would have him pour water over you in his presence and that you would be set free and continue to do what he told you years ago, what he told you to do a year ago, a month ago, a week ago, whatever it is, whatever vision you have, I'm telling you, nobody needs to come give you it. No human needs to give you a title. No human needs to tell you, oh yeah, you need to do this. The Lord, if he has given you the blueprint and said it's time, then it's time. And I think it's really important to have mentors. 
where you can submit these things to and the timing and blah, blah, blah. I do think that's super important. Trust me. Some of the most pure-hearted people who have remained faithful in God have had a strong covering by many wise counsel, right? So I think that's important for you to do, but not at the expense of you becoming a puppet and relying on them. But I'm telling you, they're not always going to link arms with you and run with you. You're the one that may have to build it. You're the one who may have to speak up. You're the one who may need to show up to the school board meeting and speak. You're the one who may need to write the children's curriculum, even if it's only for five families and it completely changes planet Earth because of the kids you're impacting from that school curriculum. Nobody needs to come hire you and give you a title. If God gave you a blueprint, that is more than enough. He goes before you, he surrounds you, and he follows you. But I want to focus on your voice right now. I believe our voice is so powerful. And when you look at Esther verse 4, chapter 4, verse 14. Um, it says, For if you remain completely silent at this time, relief and deliverance will arise from the Jews from another place, but you and your father's house will perish. Yet who knows whether you've come to the kingdom for such a time as this. This scripture is so amazing. You know, so many people are like, you're alive for such a time as this. <laughs> and it's like so loose the way it's said. And that doesn't mean let's go to Chick-fil-A. You know, like, oh, you were born for such a time as this. You only live once. Let's go get Chick-fil-A. No, that's not what it meant. Look, when Esther was given the assignment to use her voice, it meant life or death literally to her and to her entire people group. But what's so beautiful here is it says, Relief and deliverance will arise for the Jews from another place, meaning you're the one who may be called for such a time as this. And if you don't choose to do it, it will arise from another place. God will protect his people. Like this is a powerful line. So what did Esther do with her voice? She didn't go approach the king immediately. No, she humbled herself because God is not going to humble you. You choose to humble your heart before him. Pride comes before the fall, people. God gives you the choice whether to humble yourself or not. So she humbled herself before the Lord, got all of her people to fast and pray for three days, seeking the Lord and his wisdom, listening to him to anoint her voice, to know how to approach the king with her voice. And it changed history, right? She changed history as a woman. It's such an incredible time behind the scenes where I know people may come at me for this, but I'm like, Esther was trafficked. Let's be real. Like she was, it was like, He had so many wives. He was taking all these virgins, putting them in their house, preparing them for him. It was just, it was just wild what they were going through, right? And God still, though she was put in that place, was set apart and anointed to change history by opening her mouth. But she sought the Lord first in humility. And I want to encourage you, so many of you are out there and taught, man, how many times have I had to hear this myself? And it's like, well, I don't know what to do. Well, I don't know what to do. Well, guess what? That's amazing that you don't know what to do. It's so good that you don't know what to do yet because God does. And you may know what you're supposed to do. You Maybe you just don't know how to do it. Guess what? God does. And what I love is he says, ask me for wisdom and I will give it to you without measure. You keep asking for it. I'll keep pouring it out. And wisdom will provide blueprints. That's in God's word. Wisdom provides blueprints for you. So many of you may have frozen in a moment where all it takes is going back to God and saying, God, forgive me, you repent. Forgive me for freezing my vocal cords and not using my voice where you've called me to. And I'm asking you, Holy One, to show me, to reveal to me where to go, what to say, what to do. And you just get in the prayer room and you listen, you pray, you thank him for his presence and you listen to him. Write down what you see, write down what comes across your mind, write down what you hear. 
ask him for courage. Ask him to anoint your lips, give you authority in this place to go. Get love in your heart for the people you're going to speak before as God has love in his heart for the people that you're going to speak before or it's pointless. And then show up and watch what God does. But it doesn't happen unless you show up and watch what God does, right? It's, it's look, this, this is something that's so simple. Even in Proverbs 31, 9, it says, open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. You know, many of us are called to speak up. This doesn't say open your mouth, give your opinion, and let's see what happens. It says open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and needy. And true religion, it says later on in James, that true religion is to take care of the widow and the orphan and not being polluted by the ways of the world, right? Well, you can't judge righteously. You can't, you can open your mouth, but you can't judge righteously unless you've been spending time with God in his word and listening to him to know what righteousness is. He is the righteous one. He is the righteous judge. So he will tell you how to defend the rights of the poor and the needy, right? And we have to, like I'm telling you right now, it is so beautiful what God's doing on the earth. And we cannot accomplish what he's doing without compromise unless we're in his word and we're listening to him and we just respond and obey, right? In Romans 10, 9, it says, because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. It says, if you confess with your mouth out loud that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. There's something about you confessing out loud the power that Jesus is Lord. I hope this makes sense. It's not like, oh, if you just believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord and that he was raised from the dead. It says, no, if you confess out loud, there's something powerful about your voice. And we hear this all the time. When God created the heavens and the earth, he spoke them into existence, which is so incredible. And I love that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God was hovering over the earth when he was doing this. And the Spirit of God now lives inside you. And you get to create with God, with your words, something absolutely beautiful and powerful. And in Ecclesiastes 3.7, it says there's a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak. So oftentimes it's like, okay, God, I don't know what to say right now. So I'm not just going to speak just because what do you want to say right now? And then there's a time where he releases me to speak. And if you've been marinating in his word and marinating in his presence, sometimes he'll just bubble up and you'll know what to say in that moment because he will fill your mouth with words, right? Another thing that's so powerful about your voice, I'm just focusing on your voice today, ladies. I just feel like this is so important. Ephesians 4.29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouth, but only such as good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. You know, you may not always agree with people and the way they do things. You may not always agree with how somebody's doing something, whatever it may be. And maybe you have an insecurity, a comparing spirit, jealous spirit, which we don't often recognize that that's what it is when it comes up. Let's be honest, you know, which then leads us to repentance later. But no corrupting talk come out of your mouth. This could be like cursing people, using foul language. Whatever is in your heart is coming up, right? But if you can get to a place woman of God who is filled with God's wisdom, you will recognize what place you're in, what occasion you're in, that your voice was meant to build up for good. And when corrupt talk comes out of your mouth, that cannot happen. But when people hear you speak, it's to give them grace to hear what God is saying. And if you are somebody who gossips a lot, who complains a lot about situations, who fill in the blank, 
you're not giving grace to people to hear. And I'm just going to be real. I think we're kind of really coming to a head where when people do that to me, I just assume they do that about me when I'm not around. And if I'm close enough to them, I'll ask them what's going on. We'll get to the root issue. If I don't know them that well, you know, I'm going to change the subject or I may hate, be like, hey, what's, the, what's God doing in this place? What, what do you see God doing in that person's life? What do you see God doing in this place? I know that can be really frustrating, but listen, like, if it's gossip, I would call them out, though. <laughs> I'm just going to be real. I've had to be in some very uncomfortable positions here doing that myself. Um, okay, one of, one of my favorites is in Acts 18, 9 through 10. The Lord said to Paul one night in a vision, Do not be afraid, but go on speaking and do not be silent, for I am with you and no one will attack you to harm you, for I have many in this city who are my people. Listen, my experience in media has been quite intense. And more people, there are more of God's people listening than there are of not God's people. And this is what I mean. More people are being blessed by what you're saying when you speak up according to God's good and perfect will when he tells you to speak up than those who attack you. And those who attack you can feel like they're outnumbering those who support you. But I'm telling you right now, that's just how it happens with Jesus. He said that we were going to get persecuted, accused slandered mocked whatever it is right when you're living the the christian faith and you're speaking up with christian values and you're speaking up with courage and boldness there will be people who come against you but i love what god said to paul he said and i know this was a specific occasion but he said no one will attack you to harm you for i'm i have many in this city who are my people and there are many in the city you're called to that are God's people. They belong to him and they have ears to hear and eyes to see. They're just waiting for somebody to use their voice and speak up. And that, my friend, could be you. Seriously. And are you willing? Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to speak up? Because I feel, I feel as though one of, you know, in Psalm 34, 13, it says, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Well, we don't know how to keep our tongue from evil and our lips from speaking deceit because when you're deceived, you don't even know you're deceived usually. But if you are in God's word and you're listening to him and you're asking him for love in your heart and you're loving people and you're not having hateful, corrupt thoughts towards people, you know what I'm saying? Like you probably don't have an evil tongue and you're not speaking from deceit, right? But you have to be really real with yourself. What's happening in your thought pattern life when nobody else is around, when nobody's looking, only you can hear. What, what's happening in that space? What's happening in that place, right? Proverbs 15, 4 says, A gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. <gasps> a gentle tongue is a tree of life, but perverseness in it breaks the spirit. And I just want to say, I can't even tell you how many times I've had to repent in my lifetime because I allowed perverse talk to come out of my mouth when God intended me to be a tree of life. And I want to encourage you, like I, I, you got, many of you who have listened to me before have heard me share this story, but <clears throat> one of the craziest encounters I've ever had with the Lord, Jesus came to me and said, water your heart with my spirit and feed your heart with my word. That meant get in my word and read it and build relationship with me in my Holy Spirit. And you will be protected. You will be living a blameless, beautiful, pure life, holy and set apart. And so this, I know it all comes down to this, right? Like 
your voice is so powerful. I'm telling you, woman of God, I believe God has put, and this isn't like, this isn't like a time to be like, oh, you have this dream, build upon your dream, slap Jesus' name to it, let's go. No, your voice could be impacting somebody else's call on their life to be able to go to the Lord. Like when you set up a meeting with somebody and maybe you're nervous to go into an interview, maybe you're nervous to meet with somebody, but like Esther, you go before the Lord and take seriously the voice put upon your life. The voice God gave you. I don't have your voice. You don't have my voice, which is so amazing, right? But if you can go before the Lord and listen to him and pray and seek him and write down his heart, let him give you the heart. Let him give you the words. Let him give you the wisdom. Let him take you where you need to go. Let him show you where you need to repent before you go in there speaking up wherever you're going, right? And like Esther, you go, you turn your heart to the Father, knowing that the only way you're getting out of this, the only way that her people, that this person you're talking to will know God, will be set free, will be rescued, will be saved, whatever the situation is ahead, is in God's hands. But it can only happen when you use your voice and you speak up as he calls you to. And I believe that that's what God is wanting to do in this hour. And I just want to see a group of women who, not everybody's called to media, right? Not everybody's called to be a teacher. Not everybody's called to be whatever, fill in the blank, right? Not everybody's called to be what you are called to be. And you may have to build a path with your words. You may have to build a path with your actions. You may have to decree it, declare it, and just keep believing it and thanking God for it in the atmosphere until you see it happen. But nobody can make it happen but you. And you're the only one who can keep yourself for it. So I want to pray for you, ladies. And I hope this encourages you. I really believe in you. I believe in what God's doing on the earth. And I just want to see you fly. I want to see you be set free. I want to see you encouraged in what God's calling you to. Get in his word. Get in his word and listen to him and write down. You hear the voice of God. You do. I know you do. And in that dream I had, there were so many women. Their their vocal cords were frozen in place. Kids and women. Maybe it happened to you when you were a child. Maybe it happened to you in adulthood. Whatever it was. But your bed was freshly made. It was beautiful. Like you were ready to go and you were like meeting with the Lord. And it's almost like it got taken away in this really beautiful, like you, either the enemy came in or you came in and you sabotaged the plan. And guess what? I believe God wants to come in and reveal to you his way to set you free to to utilize the beautiful voice he gave you. So Spirit of God, I thank you for everyone listening right now. I thank you for the power of our voice. I thank you for their voice. I thank you, Jesus, that you are good. Your love endures forever. Father, when you spoke and you created the earth and the Holy Spirit was with you hovering, I thank you right now that you, Spirit of God, would come hover within us and that when we speak that we would create life-giving, beautiful, powerful, anointed things that you would put cold to our lips as you did to Jeremiah. And that when we speak, it would be anointed and powerful. And God, I just thank you for the victory ahead. I thank you for melting away any frozen vocal cords, for giving life and movement to any paralysis in anyone's vocal cords, that anywhere the enemy came in, that anywhere a woman agreed and said, I have no voice, that you would break it off now in Jesus' name and that she would say, women of God, you repeat after me, I have a voice from my father. I have a voice from Jesus. I have a voice from my God who is in heaven sitting on the throne and I'm going to use it. And I thank you for every woman, God, who's tuning in right now. We bless her in Jesus' name to live a set-apart life, 
holy, pure, her voice, God, it matters, it's powerful, and I just thank you for awakening the sound of your remnant of women on the earth, in Jesus' name, amen. I just wanted to hop on here and encourage you guys, and I hope that you're having an amazing day, mom, grandma, aunts, sisters, cousins, daughters, whoever you are, whatever title you hold, you are a daughter of God. And you have a voice that can change everything. And it's not for you. It's for those around you to know him and be awakened to his goodness. And so I encourage you, get in that place of prayer. Read his word. Listen to him. Write it down. And obey. That's what we need. That's what we need. And come to our conference, October 7th and 8th. We want to see you here in Texas. It's in Fort Worth. I'm telling you, it is going to be phenomenal. Miracles, signs, wonders, baptisms in water, the Holy Spirit, It is going to be epic, and we really want to meet with you and get to know you more. In Jesus' name, love you guys. Um, Check us out. We'll see you next week. And, you know, we're just out here on the streets trying to live this set-apart life. Am I right?